I remember business. It's business. It's business time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast featuring me, Amy. And me, Matt. Our podcast will go through all of the episodes of Adventure Time from the beginning all the way to the end. And we're already on episode eight, so we're like halfway there. I know, practically done. Yeah, we've got like three episodes left. I know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> of the first quarter of the first season. <laughs> so how are you doing, Matt? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I'm fine, just fine. Awesome. How was your day? It was good. I was a little tired when I got home from work, but you know. Long, long week, and I'm really glad it's Friday, and I'm glad we get a chance to record our podcast today. Absolutely. How was your day? Pretty good. I Today was homework and just house chores. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. But yesterday was awesome. Yesterday was your birthday. Yes, I am 16 years old. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm... Times two plus one. Yep. Oh, <laughs> when you put it that way. Yep. We went to this great restaurant called Pie, where we had... You'll never guess what they sell. Pie. Oh. <laughs> it was delicious. It was delicious. It was amazing. And we went to an arcade. Yep. It was really fun. I think you had a good time. Yes, I did. It was awesome. I enjoyed playing pinball. Me too. I enjoyed playing two-player Pac-Man. I also enjoyed two-player Pac-Man. What a stressful game. So much fun. It was really fun. It doesn't help that I didn't know the rules when we first started playing <laughs> about how to be competitive. I was just kind of staying in my own little world. And yeah. then I didn't realize I was supposed to go eat you. Yeah, he didn't realize you were supposed to eat me until it happened. Yep. I was like, oh my gosh, what did I do? And you're like, you won. And then um, I was on. <laughs> on like Donkey Kong. I realized over the last few episodes that we like different aspects of Adventure Time. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, it's not like we're going to agree on every single thing. Like, yeah. I love Ricardio the Heart Guy, and it wasn't your favorite episode so nope, far. not even a little. So, like, yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, I like it. So and I think both. it also adds a little variety for our listeners, too. Absolutely. Yeah. It makes me wonder how you're going to feel about some of the episodes I know I don't like later in the series. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe you will like those. Yeah, maybe. So this week we're featuring Season 1, Episode 8, Business Time. It's business time. <laughs> Oh, Flight of the Concords, you saucy minxes. <laughs> Minxi? Minxes? Ming. Or is it just minx? Is minx, minx plural? Is minx a plural of minx? I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, this show aired on April 26, 2010. 1.9 million viewers. Um, it was directed by uh, Larry Lichleider and Patrick McHale. I had no idea he directed so many episodes. Yeah, they really did. He mm. did. They did. Written and storyboarded by Luther McLaren and Armin Mazayan. I apologize if I spelled that or said that completely awfully. So, on to the show. So, we start the episode with Finn and Jake melting icebergs in Iceberg Lake to find items to build their gauntlet dock. Which is a dock gauntlet. A gauntlet on a dock. <laughs> gauntlet dock it's really hard to say five yeah. times fast you could i don't think i could do that gauntlet dock gauntlet dock gauntlet dock <laughs> and jake keeps finding uh lefty baby shoes it's so funny like why does he keep finding left baby shoes and finn keeps finding what bicycles and computers yeah i think this is where we find bemo for the first time so i think bemo was one of the computers in the iceberg really it looked like it was a teal computer box 
Interesting. That would explain why this is the first episode with Bimo. Yeah, that's what wow. I was thinking. And then we see um, we see Bimo later in the episode. So as Finn and Jake are talking on the shore, they see a huge iceberg come up and Finn yells, I've got dibs. So he tries to like blast it with a flamethrower. Jake's response is, man, you got a flambe. But they see inside the uh, iceberg that there's some businessmen. And <laughs> so Jake says, you know what these remind me of? Well-dressed pickles. <laughs> so because of that line, in my in my head, the businessmen were always green, but they're blue. So I don't know why he said well-dressed pickles. They look a lot like zombies. Yeah. With really bad teeth and like weird the, like pus. Like, yeah, they've got like, like fungus growing on their yeah, faces. Yeah, it's really weird. So yeah, Finn tries to melt them out, but shoots a, shoots the flamethrower at full blast. So when it's melted, uh, they see that they're businessmen and they just start breathing like this nasty breath in Finn's face. And they're like, I remember business. They are really funny because as they burst out of the iceberg, you see them encapsulating like the stereotypical businessmen. So they have a cell phone they feature. They have a suitcase. They're all in suit and ties. <laughs> they're like the, the salary man. Yeah, yeah. So they really want to be hired for business, and Jake then decides to hire them to finish their gauntlet dock. Finn says, Jake, this dock is our fun pie. <laughs> and Jake tries to explain that these guys are lost without work to do, which I feel like is just Jake being lazy. <laughs> so he puts them to it, and they build the gauntlet in, like, seconds. What's really funny about these, so before when they're they're realizing, hey, we're these business guys, but we don't remember and our brains are all foggy. They start going through the stages of grief. Like they're they're like crying at one point. They're going through grief and they're going through anger and they're going through all these things. It's just so funny to watch that. Yeah, it's it causes them like physical pain to try to remember where they came from. Yeah, and it was it was hilarious because they it was just like so, so quick. It just cracks me up. So yeah, according to Pendleton Ward uh, he said that this episode was when the writers first decided that the land of Ooh was post-apocalyptic. Interesting. So these guys were from before the Great Mushroom War. That makes sense because they had like froze all that weird frozen stuff. Yeah. So these business guys get to build in the dock and Finn and Jake then run through it. And this has a really cool shot that it's follows like, them through the gauntlet. Yeah, completely from behind them as they're jumping through all the gauntlets. It's really like, neat. Gauntlet parts. So then they decide, as they jump into the ocean at the end of the dock, to hire these businessmen full time. So they can take care of all the tedious stuff and just let them do all the fun stuff. And then what so they do to identify that they're definitely going to be working for Finn and Jake, they label it on their suitcase. Yeah, they chip in... Uh, Finn and Jake Adventuring Incorporated. Yeah, and they spell Finn with only one N. That's really funny. Is that to reinforce you think that they're like zombies so they can't like spell i guess i guess it seems like their their brains aren't completely there anymore like no. they're a little messed up but but yet later in the episode we see them building like a a large robot yeah and like manufacturing it's, something to send like to monitor something using uh, a satellite dish well it seems like the only part of them that's still functional is the work part yeah so interesting so they return to the treehouse and the business guys start improving on everything in Finn and Jake's lives, like all their hero skills and little additions like uh, cleaning Finn's sword, which looks, it looks less like a rotten banana now. Also, yeah, we noticed that it's a golden sword, so it's really nice. It's been upgraded since the last sword we saw, which was all chipped and worn. Yeah. We also see them shining their shoes and putting together their backpack, and it was just really neat. Yeah, they, so the business guy set up like a hero vision monitor 
so they can monitor everything that's going on in Ooh, kind of like at the end of the Dark Knight, <laughs> when Batman uses all the cell phones to see everything going on in Gotham, and Morgan Freeman says, this is wrong. But that's neither here or there. <laughs> Question. So they're monitoring the whole world. So is the land of Ooh the whole world? I, I think Lou is, I, Lou, I think Ooh is the planet? Yeah. Or maybe not the land of Ooh. That maybe there are parts of the world that haven't been explored in the show. Maybe. Yeah, that's something something to look up, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, they're watching these monitors to give Vin and Jake time to take a breather and play video games on BMO on his or her their their first appearance without any lines. That's just a video game system. Yeah, they're eating tons of ice cream, and instead of always being on alert, they get all fluffy. Yeah. Or- as I like to put it, getting fluffy. Yeah. Matt likes to use the word fluffy instead of heavy or, yeah. or weighted down by fat. So the first major thing detected on the monitor is a hot dog princess crying for help because there are battle cubes attacking her, which are, they look like f- floating blocks of tofu that shoot purple lightning. At first, Finn feels the benefit of relaxation and becomes more excited to be going on a rescue mus- mission. But while fighting the battle cubes, Finn and Jake get tired really easily from getting too lazy and leave it to the businessmen. Businessmen go in and do all the hard work and then <laughs> one of them is giving Finn and Jake uh, orange slices and water to relax. So it, they're all like pampering themselves for a hot minute and calm down and then finn realizes what they can do to solve the problem which i thought was kind of cool yeah so the business guys did help and finn and jake went in to finish the job at the end yep i think it's really funny so after the fact they let princess hot dog out of like the her little corral yeah her corral (laughs) um they're like hey you're free and of course like all the other princesses are like oh finn thank you and she wanted to like get some kissing on up in there he's like it smells like hot dog water it was really funny so one of the the businessmen sneaks his head in before she kisses finn and quote unquote takes one for the team Take one for team (laughs) <laughs> That's exactly how they sound, too. <laughs> All the other businessmen start kissing. I'm like, taking one for the team. Because um, Finn gives the red tie guy who took one for the team a promotion. So they all wanted to be promoted. They're yep. such yes men. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. They head back to the treehouse and the businessmen continue to do all the work for Finn and Jake as they sit and veg eating tons of ice cream playing games on BMO. I love how in this scene, Jake's hand turns into an ice cream scoop and he just like scoops ice cream into his mouth. Totally didn't see that. It was really, really funny. Yeah. You get like this little montage of how lazy they're getting. Super, super lazy. It's funny. So they're just getting like more and more lethargic. Yeah. Like the heavier they get and the more lazy they get. I have a job where there's a lot of downtime. At the end of some days, even though I feel like I haven't done much, I'm still tired. And I'm like, maybe I'm tired from not doing anything all day. Yeah. And so I can kind of relate to Finn and Jake in this episode. Well, I w- like I was sitting at my desk for the por- a large portion of the day today. And when I got home, I was so dog tired. I was like, I didn't even do anything all day except like talk on the phone and but talk to patients. It's a gross feeling. It is a gross feeling. Um, I do think it's really funny at one point when they're dancing around calling themselves adventure masters and they have these big old bellies and Finn says, I never knew being fat and lazy was so rewarding. You get so huge and moldable. <laughs> well, that's right. And they start like making molds out of their stomach of different characters. Like Jake makes the ice king out of his stomach. He calls himself a tool. Yeah, I'm a tool. <laughs> I'll never find a wife. And then Finn, <laughs> they're such jerks. And then Finn molds one out of uh, Princess Bubblegum. It, 
And says how she has, has such an annoying voice. Such an annoying voice. That, that Finn, Finn finds very attractive. He's like, oh, crap. Because, like, immediately Jake catches that. Yep, yep. Jake sees that the businessmen are, are monitoring everything by satellites that are circling around Ooh from the times before the Mushroom War. So I wonder if their jobs in the past had something to do with these monitors. Yeah, probably. So they start to lose their edge. Like, they're getting more tired. Super lazy. On the monitors, I see Lumpy Space Princess crying for help because she insulted a swamp giant. But they're even too lazy at this point to get up and help her with it, to help out with that. I thought that was so funny. She's like, "Somebody help me!" You, or why are you so mad? I only called you ugly. It's only true, <laughs> or something. It's so funny. I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, Lumpy Space Princess!" Seriously, <laughs> seriously. So they're like, "Ah, oh, business guys, go take care of this." Yep. At one point, they pass out from eating too much ice cream, and you can see, like, the ice cream all over their mouth and down the front of their guts and everything. Yeah. And they wake up to the sound of screams. And Finn looks out the window to see the business guys having built a huge, giant robot fin, sucking up little people's, like, fl- they look like little fluffy They're clouds. They're called, like, fuzzy friends. Fuzzy friends. Thanks. Um, and they put it into their, quote-unquote, care sack. <laughs> which is a see-through glass globe attached to the side of robot fin and the the fuzzy friends are getting all you know sucked up into this thing using a hose like a vacuum hose yeah to to the business guys this is the most efficient way to be heroes if everybody's sucked into this care sack then they can't be in danger which makes sense and (laughs) anyway so finn's like what are you guys doing the fuzzy friends are getting jacked up he's like they're not happy and the the businessmen are like that's irrelevant they're safe and that's the point they're very black and white in their thinking yeah so finn fires them and they start flipping out and he's like one of them's like fire red (laughs) so they start sucking up everything including finn finn gets stuck in the the care care, sack the care sack (laughs) (laughs) so jake hears the screams and he tries getting out hopping out through the treehouse window but he's too fat to get through so eventually he flops down onto the ground. He's just like this giant fleshy mass at this he point. He is. He's like this huge blob. And he's still eating ice cream. He's like, I can't do anything about it. So he just eats his feelings in his ice cream. <laughs> so Finn thinks about like, what can we do? And so he's like, oh my gosh, we could use Jake and get him sucked up in here to jack up the, the machine. And so he tells Jake to keep eating the ice cream. I think it's really funny here how... Every time they eat ice cream, they instantly get fat. Yeah. And I'm like, huh. Instantly fat. That's, that's how I feel. Yeah. So he expands also using like the get big thing that we've seen him do while they're like vacuuming him up. And he looks like a tiny little burrito and just his head's poking out the end. And the whole robot explodes. <laughs> One of the businessmen's flying up through the air next to Finn. He's like, I'll kill you, not boss. <laughs> so Finn in midair rehires the businessmen and they're all like yay and then they're free falling down to, down to I wonder how they survived yeah I wonder that too they like held onto each other's hands like you know when people do when you see them skydiving yeah they like held onto the hands and made like a little octagon thing or a pentagon was it a pentagon no there's six of them a circle <laughs> <laughs> that's just the lazy way to put it <laughs> This is a sloppy circle. A sloppy circle. That's, that, I, it's I, the name of my band. I will take it. Sloppy circle. Ew. Ew, gross mat. <laughs> so it cuts to, uh, I assume, the next day. And they're, you know, waving to the iceberg. And they So Jake asks, what do you hired them for? And he says, I, you know, I told them to refreeze themselves. 
and, and then he put themselves into an iceberg again and and they did and they did away. it very efficiently and very great jake is sitting on the on the side of the the shore and he's like huge and he's like oh i'm gonna miss those businessmen and he looks down and picks up his gut oh i'm gonna miss my gut and then he instantly shrinks back into his normal size reducing his fat entirely yep so this is the best part. Finn also grabs his belly. He's like, I'm going to miss my gut too. And then he tries to suck it in. <laughs> he can't. And then it just zooms in on Finn's face frowning and it says the end on his forehead. So hilarious. Poor Finn. Welcome to adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to being a human. Yep. Oh, so good. So, so funny. Oh. So what did you think of this episode? Um, It was really good. It was just silly. It was funny. I loved the businessmen and how they talked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Business. So they remind me of the seagulls on Finding Nemo. Mine, mine, Yeah. I thought about when they were trying to build the dock. They're like, dock, 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 dock. Uh. It was so funny. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. This was one of the episodes, for some reason, I I guess I skipped a lot in the first season. And I don't know why, because this is really good. Yeah, it was very simple, just a simple plot, simple, you know, the the protagonist and antagonist were just really clearly laid out. And I thought it was really, really neat how um, we got the flavor of the uniqueness of, of Adventure Time, yeah. but in a really simple episode. Oh, yeah, this was just, that's the best way to describe this one. It was just a lot of fun. You could tell that they had fun writing it. Mm-hmm. It sounded like John DiMaggio had fun doing Jake's voice in this one, like he was really animated. There are so many great one-liners in this one. Oh, yeah. It was hard to keep up. What was your favorite line? My favorite line was, I never knew being fat and lazy could be so rewarding. Yeah, that is, that's the best. That's so good. I like that line, too. What was yours? My favorite line, well, I had two. So the first was, the dock is our fun pie. We should be the ones to bake it. Mm. I thought that was great. And then when Finn is acknowledging the shoes, like that they'd fixed his shoes and like like ironed his socks and stuff, and he's running to save Hot Dog Princess, he says, I feel radder, faster, more adequate. (laughs) That was hilarious. It's like, come on, more adequate. Like that, like, ah, so good. Love it. Love it. Do an impression of a character from this episode. Hmm. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to do Hot Dog Princess. Yes. Especially you, Finn. Oh, it smells like hot dog water. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite line? Yes, this dock uh, could be more efficient. <laughs> I love it. Oh, where's the snail in this episode? Ah, crap. Good question. I know. That's why I asked it. So the snail shows up on the gauntlet dock when the businessmen are working on it. Oh. Oh, that's right. Keep your eye out, listeners, because we totally didn't catch him. Snail Watch 2018. Snail Watch. <laughs> Was there anything you didn't like in this episode? Literally nothing. I had fun all the way through. I have to agree. I did not dislike anything yeah, in this episode. This was a perfect little episode. I thought it was really cute. I thought it was fun. I thought, you know, again, like I said earlier, I think it was really neat how they just have in a nice, sweet 10-minute story. It's kind of like reading a bedtime book, you know, like a bedtime storybook. Yeah. That's how we felt. Yeah. It's an awesome way to put it. Yeah. So we were talking uh, a couple nights ago when we were driving around. I'm on the... Adventure Time Wikipedia page a lot and, you know, looking for trivia on episodes. One of the things that they have up is designs of backgrounds for each episode Mm -hmm. in there. 
like without characters and stuff. And I I really enjoy looking through those because it makes the land of Ooh feel really lived in. Yeah. With all these little details that you'd never really catch watching the show. Well, I just like how cartoons in general, I mean, they could be really sloppy or they could really put effort into it. And it's really neat how this show, you see a lot of effort. It's not just this random square here and there. They actually have detail and um, account for things that are in, in like the treehouse or on the shore or you know whatever. Yeah. At first glance, it's a very simple style looking animation. Mm-hmm. But it's all those little details like that just really builds up. I love it. Yeah. I think it's really cool. There's some really peaceful ones too. Like you got like these nice sunset lighting mm-hmm. images of the treehouse or yeah. of one of the rooms in the treehouse or a different piece of land in Ooh. Yeah. I just love that stuff. It is really cool. So hats off to the animators, the unsung heroes of the show. Yep, yep. We got some more listener feedback over this last week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate it. And we would love to read your feedback. So without ado, listener feedback. Thank you to A. Gaim. I apologize if I said that wrong. Thank you for the five-star review. says, love it. I loved Adventure Time, and I was so happy that Matt and Amy are talking about it and analyzing it. Keep up the good work. Thank you, A-Guyam. And that was on iTunes. That was our first iTunes review. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and here's our second one. And it's titled Companion Piece to Show by Manbat Data Vader. Nice. That's a great name. That is an awesome name. And he says, great show and a sweet extra for your rewatch. Appreciate their love for the show. Funny, great observations. And you can tell that they're looking forward to each episode. Richard. Thanks, Richard. We appreciate your five-star review. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Glad you're enjoying it. We also got some really cool emails. Um, The first one is from Ewe's DIY. And they say, and it was actually from Elizabeth and Ethan, they say, oh my glob, I love you guys so much. I have laughed like a million times. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, thank Elizabeth you, thank and you. Ethan. We appreciate you it. You are treasures. Treasures and a gem. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we got one more email from Richard C. Richard C. says, hi, Amy and Matt. Just wanted to say that I really enjoy listening to your podcast during my commutes to and from work. Your excitement for the show is obvious, and that excitement is contagious. I'm glad I have you guys to supplement each episode. My friend who I've known for about four years mentioned it to me as I watched it for the first time after two other failed attempts to recruit me. I could tell she had fun listening to my reactions and character speculations. She mentioned being envious of me during the first watch. Needless to say, she's happy to have passed the show on to me. About a year ago, she asked me out for a drink and we've been dating ever since. Aw. I enjoy listening because you guys remind me of how I came to know this beautiful show that she and I now share a love for. Just like Matt brought it to Amy. Side smile. Take care. Finn boy after all. We (sighs) absolutely love that. Thank you, Richard. That was the best. It's awesome. Thank you so much. We really appreciate all the listener feedback. You guys are great. It warms our hearts and we will definitely answer any emails you send. So feel free at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com to share your thoughts and and whatever and your experiences like Richard did. That's great. We're just overcome with how positive all the feedback has been so far. So thank you all so much. We appreciate it. So what are we going to do next week, Matt? So next week, we're going to be reviewing episode nine, My Two Favorite People. Jake feels overwhelmed at not having enough time for Finn and his girlfriend, Lady Rainicorn. So he tries to get them to hang out more. Eventually, Finn and Lady Rainicorn become closer than Jake is comfortable with, and he starts feeling jealous. Bum, bum, bum. Looking forward to it. Me too. Hey, Matt, any plugs? Uh, So I've got my YouTube channel, Modern Horror Show, where I review and recommend newer horror movies. 
It's been a little slow recently, but still working on something. Okay. How about you? Still playing roller derby. If you're in Sohomish County or the Seattle area and want to check out Jet City Roller Derby, our season tickets are now on sale. So check us out. And that's my second love behind Matthew. And yeah. Yay. What can I say? Awesome possum. You're pretty rad. So is you. Thanks. So, as always, if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at ohmyglobpodcast.com. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash ohmyglobpodcast. And our website is ohmyglobpodcast.wordpress.com. And we are also on Twitter at ohmyglobpodcast. And you can rate and review us on iTunes, which is very helpful. Just those two uh, reviews that we got helped us get a lot of exposure. Um, We're really excited about that. Thank you again. We really appreciate it. And we'll check you out next week. Darn tootin'. (laughs) Bye. Bye.